0: All right guys welcome back to another episode of the women in gridiron podcast tonight it's a west coast a and i have marie Rowe. Lou Devine and Addie Coombs joining me to wrap up and break down the Gridiron West competition for
1: the week. Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you
2: versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going
1: after it. This is my purpose and you will not stop me. You are listening to
0: Mojo Sports. How are you guys? Welcome back, Marie and Lou.
3: Thank you. I'm good.
0: Little yep, Tilly good. making Thank her podcast debut tonight.
1: Happy to be here. Hi, everyone.
0: <laughs> and officially welcome, Addie Linebacker from the Curtain Saints. How are you? Welcome to the show.
1: Excellent. Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Now, guys, I have to apologize for missing your week one episode last week. I needed I needed a mental health break uh, to recharge a little bit Um, but we are back now uh, so let's kick off with quick round up of the scores from week one Marie result of our feature game which was the Vipers on top of the Broncos 18 nil are you surprised at this one no remember I predicted that very true very true (laughs)
2: Very true. But what I was uh, surprised by when I found out later is that they only had 15 players at the start of that game. No, sorry, 16 players. And through the game, they had a couple injuries. They also, the Vipers also started with two brand new 14 year old players that are daughters of a couple of the players on the team. And they held their own apparently on special teams and also on defense. They had a second season player who had to step in and fill adrian and adelaide's shoes at running back and apparently did a really good job at that i think her name can't remember her name hate it might have been shannon shannon way back yeah at running back
3: yeah running back. Out, yeah, out back. yeah she jumped in she jumped in at running back yeah out and back, apparently did a right. really good job
0: she would of course she would yeah. I mean she was definitely one of my highlights um from the outback campaign uh, legend multiple picks a game just an athlete that I'd never seen before so I'm really glad that she's uh she's still doing stuff uh and still involved and still kicking ass down there that's really good in terms of I guess um the closeness of the score are we surprised at the zero
2: A little bit, but then again, both um, Lou and I hit on that week that we weren't sure about the quarterback situation. And I ended up being incorrect because I thought that one of the Titans quarterback came over and she did not. And apparently the Broncos have a new quarterback. The rumor is from Canada. Somebody can verify that. Um, And possibly that could have had a big impact on the passing issue that we, we both questioned, I think.
0: Yeah, right. I think you might actually be right. I do think that the Broncos reached out to us and mentioned that they had a player from Canada. Um, so that's definitely something for us to get uh, get back to them with and, and discuss, definitely. Addie, week one coming out dominant for the Saints with a 52-16 win over the Jets. Talk to us about the vibe from the Saints from week one.
1: Yeah, um, so it was it was awesome to um Awesome to see. Again, uh, mentioned previously to before, um, we have a lot of uh, rookies this year, which is really cool because we would love to grow the sport, obviously. Um, So it was really, um, a lot of them were very, very nervous, as you are for your very first game. Um, So it was really cool just to see everyone get out there. Um, And everyone was just really supportive. Like all our vets were super supportive of them. Just wanted to make sure they're having a, you know, a good time, not too overwhelmed. So it was was a nice... um, it was a good game to sort of get them ready and in, into the season, I suppose. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, first game of the season, the first ever career, and you're coming out with a you know a massive scoreline, fifty two sixteen win. That that's not bad at all. Surely, surely that's that's worth coming back for.
1: Yeah, well, we hope so. We want to keep everyone coming back. So
0: <laughs> definitely. Let's uh let's jump now to the this weekend just past both games this week got curled early due to injury, but Broncos took on the Valkyries and a blowout 62 nil scoreline. And it was Lou versus Marie in the other game with a 38 to nil win for the Wolverines. Lou, how was it being back, back in action?
3: It was good. i I'm a bit slower than what I normally am. I'm a bit rusty on my throws. <laughs> um, you didn't that. notice that. <laughs> I guess you're always harder on yourself, though. Um, they just, I guess, yeah, weren't as crisp as what I would like them to be um, and my running angles and stuff like that. Um, but As a a team, our first game, we we couldn't have asked for anything better from our side. Um, We got, I think it was one penalty for a block in the back and that was it. So one flag when we've got rookies as well was pretty sensational. And I think even on the Jets side as well, there weren't many flags thrown. It was actually a really good game in that sense. And considering there were a lot of rookies for the Jets too, to not really have a game stopped um, with the umpires and flags is is awesome. So yeah, we look. We wanted to. We were going out there. We wanted to get the win, so we did that. Um, we ran through. We only ended up running through ten plays. Um, so we got through those, uh, and I think we scored five um yeah so we scored five um from our 10 plays um and then obviously our two-point conversions as well and our defense were were on fire too so we Marie spoke about Dixie last um well two weeks ago being the oldest player, so she's sixty five years old. She won our MVP. She got two fumble recoveries. She's sixty five years old. Like that's oh amazing. I,
0: I don't know. Oh. I don't know if you guys ever um, listened to the show back in the day when we first started it, and we were making our way around GW. And Dixie was actually one of the, I think, the most enjoyable storyline that came out of the G, GW situation because of how old she was, and because of is is it her that had had the daughter and the granddaughter also just, playing, just grand just granddaughters and yeah. like I mean and, and I've always referenced that when we talk about the power of this sport and how the intergenerational aspects of our sport make it so unique uh so that's really 65 years old two fumble recoveries love it love that amazing on yeah. the flip side and you know what?
2: How everyone loves her guys um, just on Dixie everyone loves Dixie and one of our players who's um, a big huge uh, D lineman Charlotte she saw Dixie hit the ground hard I <laughs> was like I had to help her up even though I thought she didn't really need it I just I had <laughs> to help her up and then Dixie goes oh thank god <laughs> and like accepted the help like Dixie would it was just such a cute story but from our point of view, the Wolverines still have their extremely strong D-line, and they overrun our very inexperienced but hardworking and tough rookie O-line. Um, the Wolverines also had some good receivers that took some good short passes from Lou. We didn't notice you had missed a step. Um, the long game, I think, is coming. The long passing game is coming still from memory. Um, it was a heavy run thing and we saw some interesting formations um, where it looked like every single wolverine was on the line of scrimmage or one step behind it we're going what the but it was um, exciting to watch and to learn um, those of us who are not new still got taught a lot of interesting things and it was a fun experience learning um, the Jets, we were pass-heavy, and I think that that's another reason why the, the clock went forever. The first quarter, I think, was either just under or just over an hour. Um, had some good completions on offense, um, but the the D-line and the blitzing would just shut down. The, the um, quarterback had to scramble a lot. The Wolverines identified our key player, um Rhiannon Edbrook who they shut down and double teamed in the backfield which was a smart thing to do and that you know then basically shut us down um every try after try after try and then of course the injuries um we had one go away in an ambulance two others went to the ED with suspected concussions and we think the quarterback had a injury that stopped then coming back after the half and that was it and we just didn't have much choice but to say we made it to halftime us!" Yes. <laughs> and we're improving every single game every like we're still amazed at how far we've come since last year and we just now have to get our second year um players to step up to that next level and they will we have no doubt that that will start happening now so yeah. it was it was fun and it was emotional for me um up against my old team. And I'm sure Lou had some of those, probably those same vibes again. Um, now that the Wolverines have the uh, blitz booster pack, um, there's a lot of that intermingling of players that used to be teammates and now we're op- 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 in opposition of each other. So it's sometimes hard and sometimes messes with your head. Oh, it's always fun though.
0: I think when you get a shakeup, I mean, it, it's not, I mean, depending on the situation of how players have ended up in different teams. If if it's a, a cordial situation, like I think that that in itself speaks volumes, I think, when you're coming up against them, because you all of a sudden see them in a different light. And I think that you end up being able to take out some frustrations that you were never able to take out on training potentially. So that's always a fun thing. Addy, looking at the score lines from the last two rounds, is there anything surprising there so far? Is this season kind of looking how you thought it was going to look
1: um you know what I think it's almost too early to say um I think we need everyone to go around and almost um verse each other once and then I think that gives a better perspective on it um the uh, yeah honestly like because the teams this year are all looking very different so like everyone's like doing superbly but everyone looks different than what they have in previous years so I'm just really interested to see how that will play out with the rest of the rest of the season for sure
0: yeah and just on that
2: yeah
0: yeah, definitely definitely very diplomatic too I love it I love it all right guys we're going to jump into our feature game for this week with the breakdown
1: It's do or die. One game. got
0: hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our
1: lunch money. This is what
0: the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game.
1: Um, Not everything went to plan at all. Um,
3: And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Tonight we are looking ahead and breaking down the Curtain Saints versus the Perth Broncos game. Guys, I wanted to look at this one because I feel like it might be, like Addie said, a great levelling game. And and by that, you, I mean, you can see the distance between, you know, the top one, top two, top three and top four and whether, you know, this kind of battle is going to be the battle that you want to see all year and uh, whether it's these two that are going to make it into the West Bowl or, or, or what happens. But I think that just given off the score lines and, and just what we've spoken about, that this Saints versus Broncos game is going to be a real – teller of where the season I think is going to go Lou talk to me about the Broncos in this one given like I said the score line for them in week one um, was really short against the Vipers then week two they breeze through the Valkyries 62 nil and then come up against a team who's put on just as many And the Saints have Uh, this game is going to be is this game going to be a high scorer are we looking at a tight defensive match?
3: I hope we're looking at a tight match. It would be really good and it'd be really good for the league. I think I think where the battle is going to be is the Saints defense shutting down struth. That's going to be the the big one. Because if well, if she, she might jump in at quarterback, you never know. Sometimes she jumps in at running back, she might go receiver. I think with her being such a key player, they Tend to not really like to leave her out of offense and defense. So if she jumps in at off in offense, I think Casey versus Strew. <laughs> oh,
0: Lou of Bruce froze. frozen, but I feel like I know what she was going to say. Casey yeah. Byrne <laughs> versus Struth is going to be massive. Lou, you dropped out for half a Sixth second. But I, I, um, nah. <laughs> I finished what you were saying. Casey Byrne versus Struth is going to be an amazing matchup for sure. Yeah, 100%. In saying, sorry, in, in
1: saying that, um, the after watching the broncos versus Valkyries game um broncos have some fast girls there's this I, I haven't seen her before and i could be wrong she could have played last year but i haven't seen her before number 83 so i don't know her name on the broncos She'd she's come in every now titans and then
2: booster pack. sorry she's part of the titans booster pack oh uh, okay well she's very, she's so fast she's very fast so,
3: fast.
2: <laughs> so they could,
1: they can put her in there as well and she's like that will be um yeah, I, I'm keen for for a for a challenge for our defense with that one. <laughs> Get our faster players on on her on Struth, and we'll we'll see what happens.
3: <laughs> they've also they've also got to be able to shut down Sally's pass as well. Um, so when Sally's on, she's on, and she's got a great um, great arm with that long ball as well. So if she can connect to the receivers. Uh, I think the Broncos DBs have got to be good at their job because Sally can pass. And if Sally can put it in the right spot, you've got a game on your hands for sure.
0: I think it's really interesting too, that, uh, you know, once you get a little bit more development in your quarterbacks, defense, so specifically DB is where you would put uh, athletes that don't quite fit anywhere else. They go, okay, well, look, there's not, you're not really a receiver because you can't really catch and you're not really a linebacker because you're not aggressive enough. So let's just put you at corner. Let's just put you at DB. Not much, you know, not much harm can be done out there. But in the development of the quarterbacks in these leagues, that means more development is needed for the the DBs. You can't just put your, you know, not, not the best in other position athlete in in that position anymore it, it, it requires skill and being it's my position I'm a little bit biased but um, you know I, f- I find that that's that situation and and over with you guys with Sally uh, I, I love I love watching her I've we've spoken to her on the podcast before and I'm in very very intrigued by her sidearm throwing action from my brain from a mechanic standpoint it just doesn't make any sense um, but I love watching it regardless so yeah Broncos DBs I, th- I definitely think they've got um, got a game coming up with them Lou score prediction
3: what do you got oh I didn't think of this okay let's go with uh, 32 22 Oh, whose way Broncos sorry oh, Addie <laughs> All right.
1: All right. We're just going to be wrong, it's fine. I like it.
0: Marie, devil's advocate right now. Who are the matchups in this one that we should be looking for? I.e. we have just mentioned Casey Byrne and Strews, um, but I'm sure that there's other players that are playing games inside the game. Uh, who are we watching for?
2: Yeah, so my thing is that um, player that Addy was talking about is Tash Harris, and I think that her matching up with, say, Leisha, possibly. Um, I don't know the name of all your fast little um, defenders and cornerbacks, sadly, but I, I know that Tasha is keen. She's a former student of mine and she's, she's in love with gridiron and she wants to play and she's going to play hard. Um, I don't know. For me, for some reason, I think Saints have a really good chance at this because what I noticed is more than what I remembered in the past, Saints now are doing a really good mix of run and pass. And like you said, Sally, Sally's doing really well. And if the Broncos quarterback is maybe not gelling, not getting ready, and I don't know, Addy could probably say if the game against the Valkyries was more passing or more running, but I think besides the receivers and the DBs, it could be a quarterback um, showdown possibly so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Saints I don't know how what the score is gonna be but I'll just pick the Saints but I don't think it'll be by much if it does happen I think it'll be very very close
0: oh I like it I like it and Addie I'm gonna be straight (laughs) up and say that you're allowed to be biased on the show but you have to back it up so what's the outcome of this game and why
1: um Okay, so obviously I'm going to have bias. <laughs> um, but regardless, I do think it's going to be a really close matchup. I actually, after watching um the Broncos on weekend, like they have they always have such athletic girls. Like their their team's awesome. They really are. And in saying that, their DBs are like they have really athletic DBs too. So I think that will put the put the uh challenge to Sally, but Sally, I love her. She's amazing. <laughs> Um, she throws those dimes in there and I know what they're like to catch. They are so hot, like they're they just really zip in there. So I think she's capable of it um, and capable of taking, you know, getting it to where it needs to be. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it might be a high scoring game um, and I'm going to give it to Saints. So I think Ooh, that, prediction. I think that... Um, uh, prediction. What's that? What prediction? Ooh. I'm going to say... Uh I reckon 1824
3: 18, to the Saints. Oh, all right. I like that. I like that. Lou, final comments. Yep, Addie, if you beat the Broncos this weekend, would this be the first time that you've beaten them?
1: Mm. <laughs> beaten so the we have a Yeah, in our first season. We um right, and okay. I yeah. I think maybe I could be wrong. I think only last year we didn't beat them. The seasons before that, we've tend to win like one game against them and then lose one game against them.
0: So it's that kind of battle. I like those kinds of battles. It's like like I said, it's the game within the game within the game that's really important. And with that, uh, that brings up our last and final segment for tonight, which is Rapid Fire.
3: We're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon.
2: Is is oh, my boss is saying closing time. Maybe that's what he
0: needs. Rapid fire tonight is what is your game inside the game? Are you going to try to be physical against your opposing player? Are you the strategist working out the plays and directing the defense or the offense? Or are you taking on one player specifically? How are you going to beat them? I want to know. Marie, start with you.
2: Oh, God, that's a complicated question. Um, for me, the game inside the game is always, am I going to make it at all to the end of this game? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> the the, th- the thing that I try and do is I try and um, think about what my job is and how it relates to everyone else's job around me. And, and I, I do analyze and think, okay, if I do X, Y, and Z, that means that my mate over here to my left and my mate to the right can do X, Y, and Z. And then we're actually going to get something going that's going to be successful. And so I do put pressure on myself first um, to make sure that I'm trying to do my job so that my teammates can do their job at the same time.
0: Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. It's all about knowing your why. Uh, And and I think that that's a really important concept. And, And if you can get that concept down pat, then the understanding of the game becomes so much easier and you can see things start to happen. Love that. Lou, what's the game inside the game for you? Is it you versus the safety? Is it you versus the DB? Is it you versus the defensive line? Tell me. I want to know.
3: Isn't it me versus anyone I can hit? Well, that's true. that's true. <laughs> uh, so I think, I think I'm probably all of the above. I mean, not many quarterbacks should be. They shouldn't really be, oh, yeah, let's go get physical. Let's go hit whoever we can. But that's just me. That's the type of player that I am. But especially being a quarterback, I have to be thinking about everything else. So not only do I have to think about my receivers and if there's an ISO call available or changing up the play, because of what I see on defense. But I'm also looking at what defense are doing. Is that free safety coming down? Um, Is the um, linebacker moving across if we're going into a motion? Okay, so then if they're not, then this is what we're going to do and I can change it up. And I'm lucky that I've got some vets as receivers where we can make that call and we know what we're doing as well. So for me, it would, it would be all of the above. I love to get physical. I was um, sad that I couldn't play the second half because I was already starting to feel it. My wrists get a good workout. My forearms have got bruises on them. Uh, So I wanted more, but that's okay. Uh, No, it was really good, but yeah, I'm definitely a more physical player, but I need to have the smarts as well because I need to know what every single person yeah oh.
2: is she back
0: no Addy, i'm gonna roll roll this to you Addie game within the game game within the game what do you got
1: um well i'm not unfortunately I'm not able to play uh this game coming on the weekend, but how I usually like to um look at things is I'm definitely the strategic um sort of player like I know what my strengths are, but I also know what my weaknesses are um so I will uh play to I feel like I what I call it is okay. I might not be the fastest on the field, but I like to think that I have a good football brain. So I'll use that football brain and just observe and try my best as a defensive player to um, make the reads before they happen, and then hopefully get in there and intercept that or you know get the tackle because I know I know for a fact I'm not going to be able to outrun like half the people. But if I can get in the right spot, <laughs> then then obviously that's that's what the important thing is. Um, Big one as well is I, I'm a massive um sort of mother hen out there on the field of my with my players like I have such a soft spot spot for all of them so I'm always very much also looking after them while I'm out there whether or not they need it I, I'm always uh, keeping them in mind too so yeah <laughs>
0: you know what Addy you are you are a player after my own heart my friend <laughs> uh, my, the, the first ever training session I went to I got a compliment that was you're not fast and you're not strong and that and, and there was no compliment out in the compliment sandwich but it was that I could be smart and so that's what I decided to do so for me I'm the strategist I love nothing more than calling the play to my defense and having it happen just as I said it would the look on a quarterback's face when they hear me yell out watch for a reverse or pass free snap (laughs) is just gold absolute gold
1: yeah guys I feel (laughs) <laughs>
0: yes, my friend defense finally getting some defensive brains over here love it so that's it for us tonight Addie, it's been a pleasure and I hope that you'll join us uh, back on another episode uh at some point during the season and good luck for your game this weekend
1: awesome thank you
0: <laughs> Marie Lou you guys as always it's a pleasure thank you so much for joining us again for another week
2: thank you thanks a lot
0: And as always, make sure to download our episodes, subscribe to our channels, follow us on socials, send us your highlights, send us your photos, anything. We are after more content. So please tag us, DM us. And until next week, we will see you guys then.